0: Welcome into another episode of the Believe in Ohio State Football Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Tully. Thanks for joining us again. No, we've had some technical issues. I realized last week that the last two shows have not posted. Um, so hopefully you are getting this, <laughs> and I apologize um, if you had a pocket in your, uh, in your week there that you were looking forward to learning about some Buckeyes and listening to Ohio State and Nothing posted, so I apologize for that there. Um, we're back on track. And just like betonline.ag, we're back on track. We're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for the basketball and football action this season. Get involved. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit just use our promo code believe 50 to receive your bonus Um, with basketball getting back getting ready to go hockey ready to go baseball playoffs there's no better time to get involved and of course the greatest sport in the world football always on right now and always ready for your action And speaking of ready for your action, Ohio State is starting the final stretch of their season here. They have six games left, four of which against ranked opponents now that Purdue has jumped into the top 25, three of which against top 10 opponents where Penn State, Michigan State, and Michigan are all sit just behind Ohio State, who's at 5, Michigan at 6, Penn State at 7, Michigan State at 9, if those teams all hold their records by the time they face Ohio State, it will be an an impressive enough resume to make the college football playoff, I do believe, even over a team like Cincinnati, who does look good, but I do think they're going to get punished for not playing in a big conference, and as they look to move towards the Big 12, maybe that's the answer for them. With the rest of the season on the line, I think after that Oregon game, it did seem like his team was heading in a very strange direction. I I do think they've corrected the course, though, with the wins over Maryland and Rutgers. And I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. Maryland, Rutgers, I get it. You're not impressed. I get it. You still need to see it against a big team. I think you're going to see a great performance against Penn State on Saturday night under the lights on October 30th. Of course, Ohio State has to get through Indiana, but Indiana's hapless this year. They're 2-4. and Um, They're not going to pose a problem for Ohio State, um, particularly after a bye week. Um, The only thing maybe you're thinking is maybe they look ahead. Maybe they kind of get ahead of themselves as far as Ohio State and Penn State. I don't know about that. And then Nebraska, you never know, but come on. I mean, the, the talent gap is so wide that if Ohio State has to worry about Indiana or Nebraska, they don't belong in the playoffs anyways. Um, and Purdue, you never know, right? So I think Purdue um, is a scary one just because they seem like they've all, they always come up and, and pull something crazy, uh, particularly down the road in, in big games against top five opponents. But don't you feel like they wasted their bullet on Iowa? Like don't don't you feel like there's only kind of one swing at that, and then you kind of you know regress back to the mean? That's what I'm expecting out of Purdue. I, I certainly would hate to be wrong there, um, and I was wrong about Oregon. So you can say, hey Tim, hey Tim, you're an idiot. I get it. I was wrong about Oregon. I thought they were gonna blow Oregon out. I took Oregon for granted. I didn't. You know, I was wrong. I got a Mecca Okafor and Karan Butler. Sorry for stealing that joke, but for real. I, I think there's the slip up game on the calendar, you know is the one you're looking at, right that that game against Michigan, man, for the first time since probably 2016, I think it's gonna be in or out, right? The winner of that game is gonna go to the college football playoff if both teams can you know take care of business beforehand in Ann Arbor. Um, we've seen Michigan struggle with you know a couple different teams that you thought they probably would roll over um nebraska was probably closer than they wanted it to be their game against um you know penn state is on the horizon for them too so they need to take care of business um for sure throughout the rest of this season here um and i think we're gonna kind of see the rest of the big 10 play out to where ohio state is gonna you know they win their next six they're in the college football playoff and do they have the team to win the national championship i don't know you know uh, i think you know playing Alabama is going to be a challenge, right? That offense is going to be a challenge for Ohio State's defense. But does Georgia really concern you? Doesn't concern me. Does Oklahoma really concern you? Not really, maybe now with Caleb Williams, but you can play Oklahoma like the way Texas played Oklahoma. Shoot out. Score points. Play basketball. I like your chances in that game. Um, against Georgia, that defense is great, but best that'd be best offense, best defense. If you were able to match Ohio State's offense with Georgia's defense, that'd be the best team in college football. Now, I know we're not playing hypotheticals, and I know that's not really a legitimate situation, but you understand what I'm saying. I do think Alabama is the most talented team in college football right now. Georgia's defense is spectacular, and I do think that SEC championship is going to be an all-out war. Um but, you know, I, I just don't really see I, 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 that. Jamison Williams, you see the story there already, right? Like the Ohio State transfer, and now he's turned into one of the best players in college football. And, you know, you can see the narratives of him scoring touchdowns and them saying, you know, Ohio State couldn't use this kid. And honestly, they probably, they do they even have room for him? I don't know. You certainly could figure it out. This year they would have room for him. maybe last year they didn't. You could run him underneath and kind of spread things verdict you know, horizontally the way you did with Curtis Samuel and Paris Campbell. I think that's an option. But looking down the line, do do you to feel good about Alabama? I don't feel good about playing Alabama, but that's why you play the games, right? Looking down the line, right, when we're looking at Nebraska, we're looking at Purdue, that Michigan State game on November 20th is also going to be an enormous football game. Michigan State looks pretty good. I do think that there is an opportunity to go in and really put up a big number, similar to a couple years ago when Michigan State came to Columbus thinking that they were going to turn the tides on their season um, and kind of work their way towards, you know, a Big Ten championship berth, and Ohio State beat them into the the ever-loving turf. Um I think there's a possibility you see something like that. I think C.J. Stroud has made incredible improvements since the beginning of the season. Maybe he was really pretty banged up. Um, He looks fantastic, right? On the season, 1,700 yards, 18 touchdowns, three interceptions. Um, Conversely, for Indiana this week, Michael Penix Jr., um, 87 for 162, 939, four touchdowns, seven picks. Seven picks is not going to help against Ohio State. Ohio State's averaging 560 total yards per game, um, which I would like to remind you is what the Cowboys put up on the Patriots this weekend, the most yards ever allowed by a Bill Belichick defense, and Indiana only averaging 340 yards, Indiana averaging 333 yards, and Ohio State averaging 387 as far as what they're giving up. Um, the last couple games, Ohio State this season, right, has scored 28 points in every single game. The next lowest scoring affair they had was a 41 to 20 uh, win over Tulsa. But you know, and on the other side of the ball, Indiana only they scored 56 against Idaho on opening week, um, but zero against Penn State two three weeks ago. 15 against Michigan State last week and that's one thing that doesn't make you feel great about Michigan State right they limped out of Indiana Indiana just beat Western Kentucky by two they only lost to Cincinnati by 14 so I think they'll stay in this game I don't think it's going to be a a trouncing by any any means of it Um, they have good talented players Carr Penix Jr. is fantastic Fry Fogle are fantastic he's a good player he can make plays I don't mean he's fantastic the way that you know, CJ Stroud is fantastic and Caleb Williams looks fantastic. He's a good player. He's somebody you have to worry about. Uh, and Travion Henderson for Ohio State. I mean, are we kidding with this guy? Are we kidding? 70 carries, 612 yards, and nine touchdowns. One touchdown for every 10 carries. Bananas. Bananas. B A N A N A S. The guy's unbelievable. He's averaging. Crazy amounts of yards. I don't even know. Almost ten yards of carry uh for him, nine yards of carry if I'm doing quick math. As you know, I went to Ohio State, so math's not quite my strong suit. Um, and you're probably like neither is talking to him. Shut the hell up. But hey, we'll hang in there. Coming to Bloomington this weekend, I think Ohio State is a really good opportunity to put their stake on to say the rest of the Big Ten, hey. We gave you a couple weeks off. You didn't think you were going to have to worry about us, but we're coming for that ass. We're coming for that ass. And I think Penn State, you know, playing Illinois this week, will get a win and feel good, and who knows what the deal with Clifford is. Do we think Sean Clifford is that much of a different maker? Everybody's saying that about the Iowa game. Well, if Clifford stayed in and Clifford's – Dude. Does that really make a difference? I know that there was a big drop off to the number 2 quarterback there and they had a lot of trouble moving the ball on offense, but are we really concerned about Sean Clifford coming into Columbus on a on a Saturday night? The first, you know, real legitimate night game since COVID for Ohio State fans. It is going to be absolutely bananas in that stadium that night it's going to be you know what penn state has to experience at home when other teams come to town for the whiteout it's going to be absolutely bumping ohio state is going to you know come out with some serious juice and they have the chip off their shoulder already similar to the way in 14 right like they lost their game and like, all right, we need to take care of business right now. And I, I do think they're going to take care of business coming down the stretch here. Um, with Indiana on the horizon, we can look at a couple things in this game. I, you know, you don't want to get too crazy into it with a 21-point spread and a eight, plus 800 money line for Indiana on the other side. Over under 60.5, I think you can basically book that um Ohio State is good to give up two or three touchdowns a game on defense it's just they're not built to shut out teams even Maryland scored 17 Rutgers scored 13 uh and Ohio State is putting the pain on other teams so I, I think the Buckeyes are good to score 42 and do you think you can get 17 out of Indiana I do then you just need a, a field goal on either side, right? This could be a 49-12 to 12 game. It could be a 49-17 to, to 17 game. I think Ohio State is going to come out and really lay it down. You know, 24 nothing from Penn State. That's a less powerful offense than Ohio State. 40 points from Cincinnati. 31 points from Western Kentucky. 20 points from Michigan State. And Michigan State just puts you to sleep. You know how they do it. Um, I like that over of anything I don't know about the 21 and a half because you just big points like that especially in conference games you just feel like you can get dogged on that back door but and on the road 21 points you never know Ohio State could start slow I like that over Ohio State overs have been great this year I think I, I think I've hit the last two I've given out to the to the fans here um, so I feel good about that over I feel great about Ohio State winning this game I don't know if they cover I think it's gonna be a weird one where it's something like Maybe right on that line, forty two twenty one, Is that a loser line for me to say? Am I, am I saying that the spread is exactly right? Is that lame? If it's lame, then I'll say forty I'll give you your point there, and you can take Ohio State to cover the spread. But if you're going to put anything down on betonline.ag, that's a little drop for the sponsors. I like over 60.5, maybe even parlay it, pull it down, and uh, tease something like Ohio State minus 10.5 over 50. You can get your double boost there um, if you're looking to uh, play it a little sharp. But what are you going to do? I mean, this is a game that you have to go out and win. You've had a bye week. You're ready to go. It's a 7.30 game. It's a night game uh, under the lights in Bloomington, which is a fantastic place to see a game if you haven't been out there. Um, I've had the the... Privilege of going to every Big Ten school. Indiana surpassed my expectations. The colors are so rich. The air is crisp. Um, the fans are great. It's a really cool stadium. It has an old school vibe to it, but at the same time, um, is a really really nice place and just a beautiful aesthetic with the with the candy stripe and uh, the way that field looks on a, on a night game with the lights bumping. Um, so thanks for ju- tuning in. We will have another episode at the beginning of next week, and we're really going to ramp up the show coming down the home stretch. Here, hopefully, with two or three episodes a week leading into these big games. I will be on site for the Penn State game next week. So looking forward to getting out there, seeing some Buckeye fans, and watching Ohio State versus Penn State firsthand and see how they attack the Nittany Lions. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk soon. If you have any questions, feel free to tweet me at the fifth tim on Twitter. And if you're one of the people listening, you probably have my number anyway, so feel free to text me. Talk soon. Go Bucks.